0: Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next
2: adventure on Fishing Booker.
3: And we finally made it a quarter century amount of episodes. You know, 25. That's how I judge everything when I count up that high. We are the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast, already starting off with an awful joke. i I'm Steve. Reporting live from 1600, Buckslayer Place at the Buckatorium in Sherard, Illinois, or Sherrard, depending on what side of the avenue you live on.
0: Yeah, and Kurt. Yeah, basically. And I'm Kurt. I'm just kind of hanging out here watching Steve think of stupid stuff. And
1: uh, I'm Derek over here sitting in uh, Eric's place. Yeah, our
0: fill-in. Our fanboy, Derek. Kaelberg. yeah. Kaleberg.
1: Yeah. Kale, yeah. Kale, oh, Kale, oh, that's Kirk.
3: fine. You take uh, Eric and give him the grade that you think he'd get. And there's Derek. I get it because it's a D.
2: All
0: right. Steve. Oh, <laughs> and here we go. In. There's the end of the show. All right. Let's, let's hop right into the... Uh...
1: <laughs> Whoa, this is rough uh... <laughs> already. <laughs> yes, our, m- moving
3: on. Our, uh, our guest is already having second thoughts.
0: Yeah, he's like, you Click. All right, so
3: here's the ultimate test. Uh, Kurt, I'm going to have you intro our guest because uh, we need to make sure he can uh, pronounce his name correctly. Oh,
0: you're getting me all weird yeah, and nervous. Yeah, Daryl Martin, field director. I hope that's the correct uh, title position still from Whitetails Unlimited. What's going on? Yeah,
4: you got it right, Kurt. Yeah, man. Uh, just uh, glad to be a part of your show, and uh, thanks for everything you guys are doing for conservation out there. I think it's, uh, it's great what you got going on.
0: Trying to spread the love of bow hunting, and
4: Dick, and, and yeah. good
0: ethics and good ethics. Even yeah. though we might not seem like the most ethical, we really are.
3: <laughs> we are, and uh, and it is. Uh, guys, don't forget, it is August, so it is Tree Stand Safety Awareness Month. You guys heard me preach about nice, it last nice. week, and uh, just seriously, guys are out there. You're putting up, even if you're putting up a trail cam, wear a safety harness. Just get used to it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. Is that really that bad of a thing that if you want to keep wearing your harness, even though you're on the ground, it, you'll just get used to it. And then when you get up in a tree, it's like it's not even there.
0: Yeah, whatever. Yeah, there you, you go. Yeah, whatever you yeah. want to do. That's uh, not I don't know. <laughs> right. So, Daryl, let's get into Whitetails Unlimited. For people who aren't aware or unfamiliar, what is Whitetails Unlimited and what do you do for them?
3: For those who want to get into Whitetails Unlimited. There you go.
4: There you go. Yeah, Uh, I'll tell you what. We started back in 1982 uh, up in Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin, and you know it's just branched out from there, and we're we're in every state now east of the Rockies. Uh, And what we are is we're a 501c3 nonprofit conservation organization, and and really just trying to raise money to get uh, conservation projects done out there. You know, in the local uh, realm of things, they. Yeah, you know, the chapters get started. It's very similar, like what you would think of as a Ducks Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Uh but of course we're geared towards deer. And yeah. uh you know, and uh, the chapters get started and they, they put on a fundraiser and then they're able to utilize uh fifty percent of the net proceeds to do local conservation projects. Awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's I think they're uh, I think they said that there was a little over five hundred chapters now nationwide. Wow, really? And uh, yeah, and they've just, you know, they've really just started to branch out into Florida and Georgia and the Carolinas. Really? Um, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, they got deer down there too. They just aren't as big. As the <laughs> ones here in <laughs> Illinois, you know, they're they're a little bit smaller deer, but they're they're down there. And, hey, uh, you know, they're they still white tails. So well, well, yeah.
3: Well, they're not they're not as big yet because uh, you know White Tails Unlimited hasn't had uh, a chance to really branch out down there as as long so. <laughs>
4: Well, yeah, there you go. That might be part of
3: it. Who knows? Uh, You guys, you are so humble, but you and I both know that the reason why we have such big deer in Illinois is not only whitetails unlimited, their their tireless efforts of uh, long hours, and, and plus their their wonderful leader. I mean, you're the reason why deer are big. Let's uh, let's just admit that right now. <laughs> yeah, the sole reason. <laughs> oh no, I, I don't know, man. I don't know
4: if I go that far. Put them. Up. I'll tell you what. I, I try my hardest though, and uh, you know, I'm a very avid bow hunter, just like you, fellas. Uh, I mean, that's that's my passion. You know, that's. Uh, I look forward to it all. You know, all year long, and I mean, it's hard to believe now we're just a little over six weeks away. You know, it's just. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm start. I'm starting to get that itch.
0: Oh, know, we and, all are. Uh,
4: Oh, man, I tell you, I was out in the woods the other day just checking some cams, and I uh, was happy to see a couple of the big boys that uh, I saw last year were still hanging around. So.
2: That's the
0: best feeling ever. I'm hoping to have that feeling, and I just haven't been in the woods because the mosquitoes mauled me like a grizzly bear last time I
2: was out uh-huh. there, man.
3: Oh, I'm ready yeah. to start the president. I'm going to be the president of Mosquitoes Limited <laughs> <laughs> i will be a 501 c3 of eliminating mosquitoes on your property oh man i think
4: you need a lot of members <laughs> yeah, you're kind
0: of <laughs> you might be onto something there man so how did you get involved with whitetails unlimited and can you like what do you do as you know being a field director and um i guess we'll just let's just go with that for now
4: and we'll okay slam yeah, you with more uh, questions later yeah no that's all right man uh no, it's uh, I, I started working for them ten years ago, and uh, so I, I cover Illinois and Western Indiana for them. Uh, okay. I, I help operate about forty different chapters uh, between the two states, and, wow. and you know I guess uh, what I do is I you know I try and find like-minded individuals just like us that are avid outdoorsmen, uh, love to give to conservation, and and want to help you know grow whitetails unlimited, and uh, yeah. so they, they they form a chapter. And, um, you know, and I help them, you know, I co- kind of coach them along if I can to help them, you know, form their chapter. And then after that, you know, I, I uh, coordinate uh, a fundraiser for them. And, and then I'll I'll come and I'll MC the event for them and everything. And, uh, you know, and then hopefully we make some good money for them. And, and then the chapters really at that point uh, kind of get together as a group, you know, and they say, hey, you know, we want to – you know, as an example, um, up up around uh, the the Quad Cities area, there we've got a chapter that's called Loud Thunder. Oh, yeah. uh, they wanted to, yeah, they wanted to put up a, uh, you know, a bow shooting. Uh, I guess you'd call it a platform. Oh, there's yeah. a the Loud Thunder at the Loud Thunder Park. Yeah, so, really? uh, you know, we are
3: very familiar they, with that. We shoot up
4: it frequently. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, there's an example of one of the projects, just trying to you know, get public awareness out there, trying to give some place, people a place to go shoot because, you know, not all people are fortunate enough to be able to have a nice spot to shoot in their backyard or whatever. And, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so then they, they went ahead and coordinated, putting together, you know, the the uh, plans to build it and everything. And then I just went ahead and uh, got the check cut from Whitetails Unlimited out of their account. And um, You know, and then there's there's other chapters, too. I'll tell you, it's really cool all the things I get to see happen, you know, around the state, Uh you know, there's a lot of chapters that are doing um, special needs uh, youth deer hunts.
1: See, that's awesome. Uh, for,
4: yeah, where, you know, these kids, maybe they wouldn't even have an opportunity to go out into the woods. And, and maybe they've never even shot a gun or a bow before. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's really cool. The, the chapters do a lot of the legwork of finding the kids. And then, you know, and then they'll actually decide, you know, what they're going to get for the kids as far as, you know, some chapters will buy them crossbows. Some some chapters will buy them slug guns. Um, usually hunting clothes. You know, they 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 sit down with the parents, uh, and you know, get to know each other really well. And then the parents are always with them when everything's you know, all the hunts are going on and everything. And mm-hmm. you know, they're normally they're normally hunting out of some type of a blind, either an elevated blind or or just a pop up blind. And sure. uh, gotcha. but uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, the, just really the national archery and schools programs too. You know, they. A lot of the chapters will will uh, make money and then they'll actually go to these you know their local high school or grade school and and say hey you know we'd like to fund this if you guys would start this program in your school and uh, mm-hmm. so yeah and then you know at that point it's up to me to actually coordinate uh, getting payment to the uh, to the DNR so that the teachers can get trained uh, so that you know that they're actually certified to train the kids then and then actually coordinate and getting the equipment to them and. And you know, just getting them rolling, um, and then you know they kind of take it from there. Um, but uh, my—that's my job in a nutshell. I get—I get to help them form the chapter. I get to help them raise money, and then I get to help them spend it uh, on projects. So,
0: man, that is awesome. That yeah. is—I—I I honestly, my knowledge on White Tails Unlimited is limited. Um, <laughs> so, but I—I I know it's a positive thing, and obviously, this is like—I'm super pumped up right now from everything you just just explained because. Steve and I were talking the other day how we wanted to do something like – my girlfriend, for example, does a lot of – she used to teach kids with autism, and we were wanting to do some sort of shoot or something like to raise money, like Archers for Autism or just something to help kids or just anyone with a disability or anything like that.
3: I mean – and. it's so great i mean we want to do something because we're just such horrible people because we're hunters you know and i've I've read i've read the tweets i'm just i've seen it the stuff on facebook but
1: (laughs) yeah so daryl how how does uh how does a member or a person start a chapter i mean can can any member do it or or how does that work
4: well, I'll tell you. You know, the normal procedure. What happens is, you know, somebody just contacts me. Uh, you know, if they're in Illinois or Western Indiana, if they're in, if they're in one of the other states, they can actually go right to our whitesalesunlimited.com website, and uh, you know, they can click on. There's a, it shows a, a picture of all of us guys, all of us field directors. You know, we have got each of our mug shots on there, and it just uh, basically says what state each one's in charge of. So you just contact the field director that's in that state. Uh, and, and, you know, when they, when they call me as an example, how, how I work it is the first thing I'm going to look at is where are the closest chapters to where this, this person wants to start, you know, because I, I don't want them to be too awful close together if I can, you know, I like them, like them to be spread out just a little bit. That way it's not yeah. saturated mm-hmm. and, um, you know, that way you get a good response, you know, from people and, and people kind of feel like they've got a, you know, their own little chapter you know, that they're running with. And, uh, but uh, at that point then, uh, you know, I always tell them that, uh, you know, they need probably six people at least that are going to be their core committee. And, uh, that way, you know, they got to be people that are willing to go out into the public and, and, you know, sell tickets to the banquet or ask for donations or, you know, help with youth hunts or, you know, help with getting scholarships lined up for kids going on to agriculture, conservation, or, you know, just anything like that. Somebody that's a little bit outgoing and, um, Oh, and then I go meet with them, and you know at that point, uh, you know we discuss you know what they would like to do as far as for a chapter. You know it's it's great. I always tell them that it's great to have a goal. You know if you if, if I go into a meeting with them and immediately they tell me, hey, we've got two schools that we want to start the National arteries and Schools programs in, mm-hmm. you know, which is going to be roughly about twenty five hundred dollars each school I mean that tells me right away that they're very goal oriented and they're 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 gonna work hard to make mm-hmm. that money because they know that they want they've got something there that they want to do mm-hmm. and uh you know I've got uh I've got some committees that have six people on them I've got some committees that have 20 people on them you know uh Quite a few of them, actually. The husbands and the wives uh, are together on the committee, which I think it's great. It gives them both something to do, and, and you know we need more ladies in the outdoors anyway.
2: Yeah, um, you know, I
4: think you know I think when the ladies are in the outdoors, then the kids kind of follow right along, you know. And uh, it's you know, more appealing uh, well, if yeah. the
0: entire family can do it.
4: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And plus,
3: and, uh, plus we need, we need, you know, ladies out there to let us know exactly what we're doing wrong when we're, you know, missing those big deer. So.
4: There you go. There you go. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. I know it. It's, uh, but anyway, yeah, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's basically how it comes down. And then, you know, from there we just try and, uh, you know, if they're still willing to, to try it and start a fundraiser and everything, we just get the, get the ball rolling at that point and try and get something scheduled and, uh, now you know,
3: and then go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, go ahead. I, I yeah, go ahead. I, I, I just I, I came up with a thought about how, or how you guys are working. Yeah,
4: spit
0: <laughs> it out. Spit it out. CG. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we make fun of Steve every episode because it's too dang easy.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah,
1: Well we love yeah. him kind of. So basically, anybody with a goal and the passion for the outdoors and seeing their community, you know, grow and and the love of hunting in the outdoors can start their chapter as long as it's not too close to another chapter. You don't want,
4: yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yep. exactly. That's, uh, that's the, you know, that's, I guess that's the three points right there you just touched on. Uh, it's just having a good committee, uh, having the willingness, wanting to do it. And then, you know, just being in an area where we're not congested with another chapter already. Um, you know, I, I do, I do occasionally get calls from people that, uh, and, and, you know, it's, White sales unlimited. I get you know we've been around for over thirty years, but you know there's people out there that have never even heard of us yet, and uh, so I, that's one of the things that I appreciate about you fellas, Let you know letting me speak is you know we we just still need to get the word out because I'll have somebody call and they'll say hey you know I, I'd like to start a chapter in this area, and you know I will look at the map and I'll tell them man there's there's one five miles down the road from you. And uh, wow. so it's it's good that you know it's cool that they call though because you know I get them lined up then with the chapter and a lot of times they end up joining the committee and yeah. helping right out and you know and things grow even better you know so
0: for sure yeah but, I, I, it, wow I can't even spit anything out either Steve well, I, I got you I got you cause, so uh,
3: our our goal here I came up with this and I'm telling everybody it's our goal okay Uh, you guys are sitting at about ninety five thousand members nationwide.
4: Yeah, correct. Yeah, that's just the the members. The well, usually our membership, what we we count as the uh, the male of the household, is, you know, what we count as a member anyway. But go ahead.
3: Yeah, sure. So our new goal at the Working Class Bow Hunters is to uh, get that up to about a million. I think okay, one million awesome. members. See, because I know after this, I, I'm
0: <laughs> I'm going to join for sure, and I feel guilty that I am not already a member just from hearing you explain everything. I'm like. Man, I'm not a part of this. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I am a, okay. uh, I'm a measure and I'm a proud member of the Pope and Young Club, which does a lot. Um, but I mean, if I can be a member of more um, programs and conservation clubs and, you know, stuff like this, I mean, more the merrier, in my opinion. So,
4: well, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, man. That's, you know, shoot, I'm a, I'm a member of Pheasants Forever member of the Turkey Federation, uh, I just, you know, I'll, I'll go to any fundraiser that has to deal with outdoors just when I have a chance. I mean, yeah. <laughs> a lot of times it seems like I'm working on the weekends to a fundraiser. <laughs> but, uh, well, but, you know, I guess that's what I think the same thing is just the more that we got out there, I think it's just bringing more awareness and education to everybody. Well, and The,
3: uh, the yeah. good news is on the way out here, on the way to do the podcast, I did see a Whitetails Unlimited uh, sticker, and it was the one with the Illinois chapter. Um, I had the oh, Illinois... cool. Yeah, so I, I saw that on the way out here. Now, the point I, I wanted to bring up, you know, you, you mentioned you're working on the weekend. I'm just kind of taking a peek at uh, at the field directors here. um, And I'm just looking at some of the workload that some of these people have. Uh, there's a guy who has Texas all by himself. Oh, yeah. Um, you're doing all of Illinois and western Indiana. Um, Is this a full-time job for you?
4: Oh, it sure is, man. I'll tell you what, this time of the year, you know, it usually for me, it fires up in the fall right here in August, which uh, we've already had three fundraisers. Wow. Uh, well, well, thanks actually, for your time,
0: I, then, I, for that, if you're taking yeah. the time out of your day for us.
4: Yeah. Yeah, usually it fires up in August, but I had a couple in July already, and that's yeah, and then it'll run basically every weekend, uh, except for like Labor Day weekend and that. Um, you know, I'll have a, a fundraiser, at least one fundraiser, if not two, every weekend until the about the middle of November. Wow. And uh yeah, it's you know, it's a lot of time. It's uh right now it's probably sixty to eighty hours a week. Um but it's but you know, then I, I get a little bit of break. Uh, it's a, you know, in the middle of uh, November and I, you know, I got to start planning for spring stuff, uh, cause the spring banquets then will kick off in January. But so I, I get to do a little bit more deer hunting, you know, come, uh, you know, right about, about the middle of November. Um, you know, like I said, very avid, very avid bow hunter. I love it, but, uh, you know, I don't, I probably don't get to hunt as, bow hunt as much as I used to before I had this job. I just, uh, I got to pick and choose which days I can go, you know, but, uh, yeah. You know, there's, I'll tell you, when, you know, when it's the end of October and I'm, and I'm setting up a banquet all day long on Saturday, and, you know, you get up on Saturday morning, there's that nice little fog that's kind of over the ground. (laughs) I'll tell you what, it's hard to go walking away from the woods, you know, but
1: we're all going to be in the tree stand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. i will think be thinking about, about, you.
4: about you guys. So, I hope
2: <laughs>
1: you're thinking about
2: me. <laughs> we'll be thinking about all
1: the hard work you put in. Uh, I mean, for and, us yeah. just to go hunting. And,
3: and you know that that really shows how how much you actually do care about, you know, the mission that uh White Tails Unlimited is 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 going after that you're willing to give up doing what you love so that everyone else can enjoy it. I, I mean, that's that that's very noble. I yeah. personally probably wouldn't do it, but you know <laughs> you're a better you're a better man than i
4: <laughs> well i'll tell you what it's like i said it's tough sometimes but you know if i can there's a lot of times when i'll I'll get done with the fundraiser on saturday night it might be midnight by the time we get done cleaning up and get done but if i can get home and i know i can get to the stand the next morning i'll do it you know it just yeah. uh i don't know you know it's that passion that drive to be out in the woods and uh you know, it's just. I guess I feel like sometimes I'm in rut, and the rut's going on. You know, you're just running crazy. <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know, and there's, and it's kind of funny. You know, come the end of October after the time change, and and that uh, you know, usually our fundraisers will start at five o'clock in the evening on a you know either either on a Friday or a Saturday, but. On the Saturday ones, you know, about five o'clock. About five thirty you'll see a bunch of fellows come walking in. They'll have their camo on. You know, they just got out of the woods <laughs> and you know, they just got done hunting for the night and they just drove straight from the woods to the banquet. So, uh, you know, it's, you it's great you know, it's great to see that they're that pumped up, you know, to even give up a little bit of hunting time maybe the next morning if they can't crawl out of bed. But uh Yeah.
1: That's gotta be a, a great smelling banquet. Everybody, yeah. Oh, yeah. everybody yeah, smells yeah, like cover exactly. sand. Tink 69.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's just hope they didn't put any of that on their boots or anything. So, yeah.
3: yeah. Some guy comes in dragging that rag.
4: Like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to give it a way real... <laughs> I, I guess that's one way to get a seat at the table. You just go walking up, sit down, everybody clears out. So. There you go.
0: I don't know. A lot of deer hunters are kind of like, it's almost so stinky that that smell is kind of good at a certain yeah. point. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, yeah, I kind of like Tink sixty nine. Yeah, only,
1: I, only to us, not not our wives. Yeah, not,
0: I I tried dabbing it on my neck one day, and me and my girlfriend went out to eat, and it, it didn't work out it, too well. It doesn't really.
1: work to put your wife in the mood. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, I uh...
3: <laughs> yeah, I've had God, we're so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally spilled a <laughs> All right, because. I was I was getting back to the uh getting back to the truck once I tried to screw some that's some dough urine and I was like it was that Oh it's the hot batch It was like dude we even numbered it and paid enough for this. It was the first time I used it, I screwed it in. Driving home, I spilled it somehow. Cross threaded it. Oh boy. <laughs> that was a
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, while well, I was talking I I had a good buddy from out in the Nebraska that was a field director and uh he had he had a friend of his that, that hadn't really ever hunted before, so he, he thought he'd take him out deer hunting. Well, I, I talked to this friend here about a year ago, and, and we've kind of gotten to be good buddies now. And, and uh, he said the first time that, this, that my friend's name was Larry. First time Larry took him out deer hunting, you know, he gave him some camo clothes to wear, and he, you know he, he gave him. A, I think they were crossbow hunting out there, but, but but anyway, he gave him you know something to use. And, and so they go out, and they're getting out of the truck, and, and Larry hands him this bottle, and he says, here, spray this on you all over, you know? And this guy didn't This guy did have any clue. He sprayed it all over him while he, it was dough and
2: heat. Oh, and
4: yeah. uh, and, <laughs> and the, it, so he hands it to Larry, and Larry takes it, and he puts it in the back of the truck, and he looks at him, and he goes, aren't you going to spray that on me?" He goes, heck no, my wife would kill me if I came home smelling like that. Oh, No. <laughs>
0: Was he the guy you see on, on the internet getting attacked by that buck?
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It may have been. I don't know. I,
1: yeah. If they all worked that yeah. well, yeah, I would bathe in that. Study. Yeah. Yeah,
0: people are like, what did, they, did you get attacked? I'm like, I want to get yeah, attacked. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs>
3: try and climb up this tree. <laughs> they following me to my Evolution stand. says you won't, and my bow says you're done. Not that I, oh, want,
1: not that I yeah. want a buck. Yeah. Behind me hey, I you know, was,
4: you – yeah, you know, you guys were talking about August being tree, uh, tree stand safety, you know, uh, month mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, I, I got a great story to share with you if you got a few minutes.
3: Absolutely, lay it on us. If, if, no, not all if right. we, right. we well, have a few minutes. If you have a few minutes, we
4: would love to yeah. hear that. Yeah, yeah we're always yeah. here. <laughs> well, hey, this, this this all started out. And I've got a, uh, a lady that runs one of my chapters, and actually she's up in the Quad City area. And does does a fantastic job of my Jennifer. And
2: uh, okay, we're anyways, not far um, from there.
4: Yeah, yeah. Her um, her boyfriend and her really enjoy hunting. I mean, you know, it's their passion. And uh, they had not never worn tree stands or uh, tree harnesses before, or, you know, safety harnesses. So mm-hmm. they decide, they decided that they were going to go ahead and buy them, and they were going to start wearing them. So it was before season. So they went and bought the harnesses, and and I guess they had washed them and some scent-free stuff, and then, you know, they hung him out on the line. And so they were drying. Well, anyway, the first day of season rolls around, and her boyfriend, you know, he just drives to his hunting spot. Well, he, he gets there, and he realizes they did it. he doesn't have his harness. Mm-hmm. And he thinks, he thinks, you know what? I've hunted without one for 20 years. I- I'm fine. You know, and then anyway, the, his girlfriend, uh, she actually took hers with her. She went she drove to a different spot. She was in the woods. So, anyway, he proceeds to climb up in the tree. And then a, a deer comes along. He's telling me a story, and he's just trying to shuffle around the stand to, to look at it better and proceeds to fall out of the tree oh. and land, lands right on his face. And, uh, you know, he's telling me this story, and I'm just shuddering. And anyway, so he wakes up, and he's got a great big cut above his eye, but he can move. And so he proceeds to, to limp his way back to his truck, which is about a quarter of a mile away, drives to the hospital.
2: Oh, my god. gets gosh.
4: there. He gets there, they take x-rays, and two of the vertebrae in his neck are cracked, and you know, they're they're looking at him, and they're saying that they can't even believe that he's even alive, let alone, you know, standing there, being able to walk, and uh, usually, you know, usually it's instant paralysis, so, so anyway, he, he, you know, they put him in the halo, he's in, you know, all kinds of casts and everything for quite a while, well, Uh
2: their,
4: their their banquet's coming up, so I go to meet with them several months, you know, later, and and uh he 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 says hey daryl he says i'm i'm a huge advocate now of these these harnesses he goes can you buy a couple of those and we're going to put them on you know this one big raffle that we run and I said, sure john i said be glad to do it mm-hmm. you know so, so i thought so i bought a um, hunter safety Systems harness a youth one and an adult one mm-hmm. so so anyway we get we get to the banquet and we're having fun and and you know and everything and we get to where we're going to draw that raffle and the the first prize that they well, these, that the committee members told us to give away is, is this youth harness. Well, I dig down in this bucket of tickets. I mean, there's a bunch of tickets in it, mm-hmm. and I pull I pull out a ticket, and this guy comes walking up, and he's looking at me. He goes, "Man, you're just messing with me, aren't you?" And I said, "Well, what do you mean?" He goes, "You called my number." And I said, "Is this your number?" And I showed him the ticket, and he goes, "Yeah." I said, "Look, I said I just drew a ticket out of the bucket, you know." So so anyway, he t- he kind of laughs and he and he goes walking off and. Mm-hmm. And so then we're drawing I mean, there's probably two hundred prizes on this table. We're drawing out more prizes, we're drawing more prizes and everything. They get about a third of the way through and they, they hold up the, the other harness. And and I draw out another ticket and he comes walking up again. Okay. And I said, Is is this your ticket again? And he looked at me he's white as a ghost at that point. And and I told him, I said, You know, somebody's trying to tell you something. And I mean I couldn't believe it either. I mean, it was the strangest thing I'd ever seen. That was the only two prizes he won all night. He won both of them harnesses. Wow. Isn't that now that's some weird <laughs> stuff, man. Some there was some kind of a yeah, there was some yeah. extra extra help there going on. So wow. Yeah.
3: That is and, spooky. <laughs> you know, and I mean somebody yeah, like you said, was and you're the president, so you're like the medium. Like that's there you go. I knew you were a great man. I, knew, I
2: absolutely knew it. Man, I didn't, I didn't what, know it was... it
4: was. Yeah, I talked. I talked to him probably about two months later, and you know, he said, "He goes, I'm never going in the woods without a key and You know, and he he uh, he was still a little shook up about it. You know, and he just, uh, you know, there was a greater power at work there. So,
2: yeah, it was, it
4: was, yeah. But, uh, but anyway, yeah. I hope everybody listening out there wears one because it's, uh, it's it's just not
0: worth it. And, uh, it's not no. worth it to do it without. it. You got people at home that love you, and people that are counting on you to come back. And and you know, yeah. I'm, I I wear a harness every time, but I am guilty that I don't do the lifeline that you know that keeps you connected to the tree all the way up. But yeah. when I don't have a harness on, it's crazy. Or well, okay, let me say this: when I'm not attached, I always have one on. When I get into the tree, first thing I do, I clip that buckle into the strap. And, yeah. But it's weird for the two seconds that I'm unclipped, I feel like I'm not safe. Like I feel like I can't stand straight. As soon as I click into that, it's like a safety net. You know. Of course, I still I don't want to fall, and I'm still aware of it. But it's amazing the difference of the way I move when I'm clipped in versus when I'm not. Yeah. And it's just always wear one. It's not worth it.
4: Yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. I'm the, I'm the same way. You know, I was guilty of not wearing one for a lot of years when I first started deer hunting. And then now, like you said, you know, if I go to the woods and I don't have it with me, I mean, I just don't feel right. Even trying to climb a tree without it.
0: Yeah, I'll and sit that. on the ground if I forget mine. I Luckily, now I have one that buckles into my jacket. Um, yeah. So I always have it, and it's comfortable. I don't even feel like I'm wearing one. So if the excuse is I would wear one, but it's uncomfortable and it gets in the way, well, you don't really have that excuse yeah, anymore. Yeah, that,
3: that, that, that's that's a non excuse. You, you can know, it's like
0: scent blocker. They make them where the harness or muddy or whatever. I think they make them all where they buckle into jackets, and the the strap goes out. You know, it, there's a little slit in the back of your jacket, and it goes yeah. out there. And if not, awesome.
3: pull your knife out and and do it. You know, you're yeah, you're putting a hole in your two hundred dollar jacket, did. and that's exactly what he did. But yeah, think about it. You know, would you rather have, you know, have a nice buck mounted on your wall, or have to have, you know, a concrete you know, slope up to your front steps, you know, like, Oh yeah. Amen.
4: Yeah. You
3: you, you really got to think about it. And it's not, it's like Kurt said, it's comfortable. You can wear comfortable Mm -hmm. harnesses now. And you know, for a lot of our listeners, I know there's a lot of guys who their daily job, they have to wear harnesses anyway. So it's really no different than work except.
0: Well, there's a lot of old school guys. Like one of my really good friends to this day, he's one of the best bow hunters I know, but he still does. He does not have a harness. And every time I'm with him, I'm like, "Man, you need to get a harness, like seriously." And he just—he's just old school. I don't know. He, I'm gonna make him get one yeah, for sure. I, but. Was, I was there.
4: Doing... You go. Just go buy him one, man. I did that with one of my friends too. He was—he was the same way, and I ended up just buying him one and gave it to him. He came over the one day.
1: Yeah. And
4: uh, I... he goes, "What's this for?" And I said, "You gotta promise me you're gonna wear it." And here I just handed it to him. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, okay. I was—I was guilty of it like three quarters of last season.
3: Get out of this room right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, and Until uh, – just a short story here, but until I was climbing up the, stand, the ladder stand one morning, and I'm thinking, you know, it's a ladder stand. I'm not really going to – I'm not going to fall out of this thing. I don't know. I'm not going to fall Too comfortable, as- man. Too yeah, comfortable. I, well, I'm not going to fall asleep and fall out of this thing. I'm like – so I'm climbing up, and it's dark, and like me and Kurt were talking about earlier – I don't like to use a flashlight or a headlight walking in just to don't want to spook deer or whatever. So I'm like to the top of the ladder and I'm reaching for the next rung and that rung isn't there because it's my seat and there's that big open area and I like panic almost fell backwards. So, and like, and sitting up there thinking, you know, well my wife is in the house my 4 year old daughter is in the house if i didn't if i fell backwards and fell on my back like nobody's going to come out here and see me and oh yeah, yeah. nobody's going to find me they're not going to know where i'm at and i just got people to come home to you know my like my daughter she and- she depends on me coming home my wife depends on me coming home so it's it's just too much too much to risk and i
3: don't want to have to you know raise your kid for you derek yeah. i don't want that either <laughs> Listen, I got to tell you guys this. Here's a little-known secret that you guys don't understand. Um, Each and every single deer, it's scientifically proven, they know if you're wearing that safety harness or not, and if you're not wearing that safety harness, they will not come around you because they don't want to risk somebody falling (laughs) out of a tree onto
1: them. So just know that. (laughs) That would explain why I didn't see any deer last night. Know that. (laughs) Know that. Okay, that's a good one, Steve. Uh,
3: Okay, I, I, I... I am dead set to prove that, and if, if you could so-
0: pass that off, then I, w- I would back that yeah. up. If that is our wear
2: new harnesses thing.
1: Because of that, Daryl, you <laughs> heard it here. I'm wearing two. You-
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy's extra safe. I can walk under his yeah. stand.
0: <laughs> well, the thing is, it's like two. You know, and I I only hunt out of hang ons typically, and when you sit down, the way I set them up, and this may be incorrect. I don't know. I kind of have it to wear that straps kind of tight while I'm sitting. So if I, you know, when I stand up, it's comfortable or if I, you know, I don't sleep in my stand at all, but if I do, I'm not going anywhere. You know what I mean? It's kind of tight already. So it kind of holds you up.
4: Heck yeah. Yep. So yep. Yep. And they, and they, yeah, and they do work. I know my wife tried hers out and it worked. It's, uh, she 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 blew herself out of the stand with her shotgun. Oh, really? uh, yeah. yeah, she... Yeah, she was in a small, you know, hang on. And uh, I had actually just arrived home. I was out helping a buddy track a deer. And I just got on my truck and I heard ba-boom, two shots right away. And I thought, man, that just didn't sound right. And so I texted her. I said, Did you just shoot? Well, then my phone rings.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: And I said, I said, Hey, did you just shoot? And she goes, Get out here. I'm hanging from this tree. <laughs> oh, no. And I said, Did you get the deer? Uh (laughs) She goes, get out of here now. Uh, I go running. I grab my orange vest, and I throw my boots on. I got about a mile run, and I don't have a four-wheeler here at the house, and and I got to go down a hill and up a hill. And by the time I got to her, I was about ready to just drop over. And I looked up at her, and she's standing on a little bitty branch about an inch in diameter, and she's hugging the tree.
2: Oh, man. uh,
4: yeah, she had a semi-automatic, and she shot once. Well, it, it kind of knocked her off balance, and then that was the second shot I heard. It was just, you know, she had her finger on the trigger. And luckily, the gun went straight down and actually, I mean, you know, didn't blow a, another shell back up at her. The gun was actually stuck in the mud probably all about a foot deep, the barrel
3: Oh, worked. wow, really? Well, yeah.
4: How much, so, how
3: much trouble did you get him for that?
4: Well, you know, it's kind of funny because I climbed up the tree. And I climbed up the, I had a climbing stick there. I climbed up there. I stood up on the stand. And I grabbed a hold of her, of her back and I pulled her up. And she got up in the tree and she looked at me and she goes, that's it. I'm done gun hunting. And I looked at her and I said, no, you're not. You've got two more days. <laughs> so, so. suck it up <laughs> yeah, yeah so the we... next day i took her yeah the next day i took her out and we we sat in a uh, two-person ladder stand and she got her first year with the gun. so awesome so, there now, you
1: go now, you gotta now. you gotta hop right back on the bike there yeah i mean you could be scared to death after... you a oh, yeah the 20
3: foot tall bike yeah hop right back on. oh man <laughs> it's like yeah. the old days uh, yeah when we
4: yeah i put uh you know when i put those straps on the trees i'll i'll have them to wear when we get to the top of our climbing stick, she I'll watch her get up there, and she, she clips on before she climbs into the stand, which is good.
0: Yeah, that's but awesome. Uh,
4: yeah, she'll clip on, and then she'll get in there. And it's so funny, I give her a hard time because she'll, she'll make sure that strap's tight. And, I mean, I bet she pulls on that thing three or four times to make <laughs> sure that strap's tight.
3: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and, and, you know, there there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'm, I, I was deathly afraid of heights until I had to start working at, like, a hundred feet in the air, twenty feet isn't that bad. But something that kind of put a, a bit of fear back in me is uh, I, was, I was watching a seeing video. My tree stands. <laughs> well, that. <laughs> and, uh, th- there was this. Uh, it's this. I, I think it's called the Hang On system, where it's a, it's this box. And you mount a bracket to the back of your stands, and you throw it on there. You just
0: drop your hang-on right into it. Yeah,
3: and the guy was just – he just made, like, kind of an off comment, like, you know, oh, no big deal. But he he said it in a way that, like, kind of put the fear in me a little bit. He's like, oh, you know, know, I just always like to check this, you know, because chipmunks sometimes and squirrels. And I was like,
0: oh, that's right. You always want to check your straps. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, whenever I hang a new stand, I – I get a, I take the strap that's, you know, with the stand, and then I put a ratchet strap on it, and then I get it, and I get up in it, and I'm always super sketchy. And then I'm like, okay, this is cool. So then I step down on it and get it tight onto the tree, you know, and then tighten it up the rest of the way. But when I put my safety, like my uh, tree strap in that I hook my safety harness to, I do the same thing you said your wife does. I put my harness in there, and I yank on that thing, and I pull on it. I'm like, okay, if I fall, this thing's really going to hold me, so... <laughs> and i always do something too and people might think i'm crazy for this also but when i do like hang-ons i use a lot of those screw-in steps and i'll put a screw-in step right underneath my stand yeah, that way if it does fall it'll catch it it'll kind of snag on it just for like an extra oh, yeah. um i don't know it, it probably wouldn't even help but it makes me feel good i don't know
4: well you never know it might grab on there yeah
3: i mean it. it yeah. I'm thinking about going to going to chains because I know that squirrels and chipmunks have not figured out how to work
4: oxyacetylene torches yet. So, <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh, that's that's my favorite. Hang on to the old ones that have the chains on them. You know, that's uh, that's what I like. I mean, the newer, you know, a lot of the newer ones. I mean, you can't find a chain on them anymore. You can't at but, all. Uh, yeah, but, um, maybe uh, those
0: like rubber coated ones. I don't know. There's a couple companies I think
1: that might have, but I don't I don't own any of them. Hey, the the best kind of safety harness is a ground blind
4: there you go there
3: you go <laughs> all right uh, i'll okay. agree with it. I, I still wear my safety harness in the ground blind if that thing blows away that that goes back to being <laughs> an extra safe double safe yeah double, oh <laughs> double the wear chances. Your safety harness in the ground blind. just matter of fact wear your safety harness at all times you never In your <laughs>
0: car everything you really
3: never know because you know what do you really want to not make it to hunting season? Hook or to that next Whitetails Unlimited banquet. There you go. Hook there it to that go. grab handle in your car. <laughs> there you go. Don't <laughs> um, what we're talking about. So let's get, let's get back to
0: Whitetails Unlimited. Yeah, here. we kind of we, we kind of went, went on that. a long rant again. We tend to do that a lot. On hey, side. that's
3: all right, sir. Yeah. We're yeah. eating your phone minutes to hear us. Come up with our stupid ideas. <laughs> hey,
4: no, no, no. Hey, it's all educational. That's all right. Um, I
3: wouldn't, I wouldn't put this in school textbooks, but <laughs> if I was president, maybe. So say,
0: so our say, there's a group of our listeners if they're still hanging on to our uh, to our show, like we well, hope they, they are.
3: are hanging on because they wore their safety harness, so they got nowhere oh, to
0: go. God, jeez. Um, how how would they go about being part of White Tales Unlimited and what's it take to go to a banquet uh, and how do they be a part of that
4: well i'll tell you what you know if they're interested in getting getting a chapter started in the area i just uh suggest they just you know pick up the phone and give me a call um, um you know you you've got our website pulled up there you know i've got my phone number right on there
2: and
0: we'll um, put a link to the website and all that in the uh description of the episode here also so
4: okay yeah yeah just com, and uh and, you know, if they want to come to a local banquet, I'll tell you what, there's a good way you can go on that same website and there's a map in the United States. And you just click on, like in our in our case, just click on Illinois, and it'll actually pull up a listing of all of the banquets that are happening this fall in Illinois. And, uh, you know, and then they can see if there's one near their area that they want to try and attend, or uh, round about probably November, uh, they'll update the map, and then they'll have a listing of all the banquets that are going to happen in the spring. And, uh, you know, so that's probably an easy way for them to find one in their area if they want. Um, you know, and really in Illinois, there's it shouldn't be too long of a drive to get to a bank, which uh, I would say within an hour of just about every spot in Illinois, except for there, there's not any chapters currently down in what I would call the southeast corner, down close to like Kentucky. Um, okay. You know, but otherwise, I mean, you know, Effingham area, Flora, uh anna illinois clear down in the southern tip uh olive branch way down the south um there's a couple of them close to st louis springfield taylorville champaign rockford freeport um quad cities has got a couple of different ones uh yeah we do yeah you know, they're yeah they're they're just kind of sprinkled all over the state but that's probably the easiest way to find you know one near their area and, uh, you know, and if they, like I said, if they wanted to start one up, I'd say just give me a call and, and we can sit down and talk about it and, and see if they're interested in, in wanting to take it on. So, uh, you know, it does, it takes a little bit of their time, you know. I, I know, you know, if you talk to any of the, the chapter uh, presidents and chairmen and stuff like that, they, you know, it, it takes a lot of voluntary hours to put one together. Um, and it, But I think, you know, I, from what I get from them, and I, and I get that same feeling, you get that warm, fuzzy feeling when you get this when you get a project done, you see the smiles on these kids' faces and you, yeah. you know, and just think, you know, this, this stuff is going to be around long, long after we're dead and gone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to, you know, hopefully these kids that we're impacting, uh, are going to be, you know, helping other kids get started in the conservation outdoor world, you know, when they're adults. So, um, you know, it's like I said, you get that warm, fuzzy feeling that you're really helping out and you're doing something meaningful and, uh, you know, you're just helping out. Pass on that tradition, that American tradition of hunting and shooting, and and uh, just all those things. So, and, and
3: uh, you know what, what, what we we'll, what we are going to do is, uh, yeah. and again, here I am telling us what we're going to do. I'll do it myself if I have to, but to save everybody, to you know, if if they're looking for a chapter and they say, ah, you know, I don't really want to do it, you know, like message us. Message working class bow hunters, and tell us where you are, and we personally will find the closest chapter for you and send it to you. Because you were so gracious to give up your time to come talk to us, it's the very, very least we could do. Someone could message us; we'll find the chapter closest to them. Message us. What, we'll, we'll or do you it. can just hit
0: up Whitetails Unlimited directly. That or might be a, a, a much easier step. step. I'm
3: sorry. <laughs> I just I wanted I want to do more. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm. I'm sorry. I didn't tra- mean to shut you down. I'm saying we'll, oh, we'll do fine. that for sure. But yeah, Kurt, I'm sorry to try and go above and beyond. It's just a little courtesy. But yeah, go to whitetailsunlimited.com dot com and you click your state. You know what cities are close to you. Oh, and
0: for our local listeners, I actually have a flyer here for one of the Whitetails Unlimited banquets. Just by chance, right on the podcast desk here uh, in Coal Valley next weekend, the uh, August twenty second.
4: Yep, you got it right. Now the uh, the facility's called the Rock. Yeah.
2: Okay. (laughs) Uh,
3: There's a fantastic restaurant right next to there. So don't eat
4: first.
0: Well, back to the banquet.
3: Go to
4: the banquet first. Yep, yep. Actually, they'll have, you know, every one of the banquets, too, they'll have, you know, we always got supper, and then we've got uh, silent auction and live auction, and then uh, just all kinds of raffles, uh, you know, for outdoor equipment and firearms. Um, You know, and we'll... Well, he's have some bows there uh, for sale or on the raffles, um, and then just lots of good firearms and and uh, out, you know outdoor artwork and uh, you know different kinds of blinds and stands and just anything you can think of deal with deer hunting and just hunting in general. So
1: maybe some working class bowhunter t-shirts. That would be- hey, now
4: that that would be awesome, man! I'll tell you we'll what, do I could do that. I
1: actually, respect. I'm down for that. I'm glad
3: he suggest he's not. Technically, a member of working class hunters so we can legally have him say stuff like that. I promise, I wasn't holding
1: up a chalkboard saying hey that. But hey, man, I bought a T-shirt. I got the DK. But out. you know, maybe you
4: could, maybe you could send me one and just put an Apprentice on the back of it or something. <laughs> well, we can do that.
0: We can do that. Yeah, we, I would be down for that. We could throw that in there yep. for like a giveaway yep. or something. You know,
4: and,
3: and for our, for our local uh, local listeners too, I just I, I do want to throw out. Uh, September 19th at Milan, uh, Illinois, the Loud Thunder Chapter Banquet. That'll be going on, too. Um, I'm I'm trying to... See. Oh, it's okay. It's at the Milan Community Center. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Right here. off. The, so if you're in Sherard, just head up 67, and it'll be right there.
4: Yep. Yep.
3: Hey, oh. I'm moving in. It. It's on 1st Street East. My new house is on 1st Street East. There you oh, go. no kidding. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no kid. Well, I wouldn't consider it a house. It's a... Uh, it's a shack, it's a with, love uh, shack with a bedroom, so um, <laughs>
0: daryl, how does someone I have the flyer here, but I'd have to have you explain it. How does someone get like a ticket to the banquet how does how does that all work? How can someone go
4: well, I'll tell you what you know the the, the that same flyer is actually listed online uh if they would uh, you know if they click on illinois on our on our website. And then they click on that particular banquet, uh, that's coming up this next weekend here. It's called Honest Woods, uh, is the name of the chapter. All they gotta do is click on that Honest Woods, uh, little heading and it'll bring up the flyer itself. They can either print the flyer, uh, and they can attach their, you know, their payment right to the flyer and send it right in. There's an address that they send into, or, uh, there will be a phone number on the flyer that'll have, you know, the contact's name, the local contact that sells the tickets. So either way, or, you know, honestly, if they want to, if they really want to make it real nice and easy for themselves, they can buy their ticket right online from Whitetails Unlimited. Uh, awesome. When they're on, yeah, right when they're on our website, all they got to do is to push another little button that says "Purchase Ticket," and uh, you know, and it'll walk them right through. If they want to, you know, just purchase it with a credit card right over the over their ways.
0: Okay. Are you are you going to be there at that banquet in Cool Valley next weekend?
4: Oh yeah, sure
0: I am. Yeah, Yep. yep. I, I we got a real I... nice
4: crowd. Yeah, we got a real nice crowd right now, um, and some nice donated items, uh, a couple of donated firearms, and yeah, it's going to be. It'll always be a good one there. Those guys, they got a really nice committee, and they do a great job. You know, know, I'm really pretty blessed. All all of my chapters are. They they're just phenomenal people. They're, you know, they're just uh, they're really good-hearted people, and they just have a great time. So,
0: well, I think you might see me there. I think I'm going to get off off the podcast here afterwards (laughs) and get my ticket because that's. A 15-minute drive yeah. for me. Well, so. I
3: mean, you know, now, now that, you know, Daryl's our best friend. I mean, you know, come on. We know the president. We're Compton VIP, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, we're on Heck the guest yeah. list. Check it again. We're there. <laughs> let us
0: all in. And then he, like, just puts back up the velvet rope when Steve tries to get in. Like,
4: <laughs> come on. <laughs> Steve He's was like, oh, never I'll one of the cool you. kids. i put you right up at the front table right by the stage. How does that sound?
0: Yeah, just don't oh. let Steve have the mic. <laughs>
4: hey, you know I do
3: stand-up comedy, right?
0: it's not it's not tails Unlimited appropriate
4: <laughs> no. alright well maybe we better put you in the back corner then. that's yeah. a better
0: idea you can put me and Derek up front because we won't talk we'll just hang out and enjoy the show Steve will try and steal the show
3: <laughs> are you going to be at that uh Milan uh, one too oh
4: yeah 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 I uh, you know I'm normally at every one of them and, you uh, are so not I'll, at I'll every
3: actually, one of these
4: yeah I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll MC them for them all night long too so I'm the I'm the guy up on the microphone. Wow! And, uh, but uh, yeah, like yeah, you can see the schedule there. I mean, it's it's a lot of Saturdays. Uh, wow! But, but uh, I have a very understanding wife, and uh, so she she lets me take off for the weekend and go do that. And so, but uh, but yeah, so yeah, I'll be down there at the Myland One Two there at the Myland Community Center. And uh, that's what, what's the date that's on actually that? The, what's that?
0: What's the date on that? Myland uh, is September
3: nineteenth. Yeah. Um and then yeah, Coal Valley is August
0: twenty second.
3: Twenty
4: second. Yeah, yeah. This next weekend I'll be uh, well. This coming Saturday I'm up in Lockport. Uh, they've got one up there, which you know if you're, you're getting up closer to the Chicago land area, up in there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, uh, uh,
3: that event yeah. is sold out.
4: Yeah, I tell you what, that was the first sold out event in the nation this fall. They uh, wow. I, they're. Amazing. They uh they had they had the event sold out before the flyers even went out in the mail.
3: They had that event sold out and they didn't even listen to this podcast
4: yet? Wow. I I know man, I know. <laughs> you know, next year it, it took them 'em four days. Next year it might only take three. So wow. after four they days? To the podcast, Yeah, they uh yeah, it's you know, I, I find that at a lot of the events is just uh you know, once people come the first time uh, hopefully they want to come back, you know, and if they have a great time, they're, they're looking forward to the next year. And, um, you know, and if it's an, especially if it's an event that's sold out, they know they got to get their tickets early. Otherwise they aren't going to get in the door. So.
0: Yeah. And the wow. nice thing in is, is, wow. The nice thing is if you're in our area, you have options, you know, I mean, if we, if you miss one oh, yeah. in Coal Valley a month later, you have the one in Milan. So.
4: Yep. yeah. And then the, the one up in Geneseo area is usually in February so there's oh, okay. you know there's another one that's that's relatively close to you guys anyway there
0: so so you got options so, before hunting season after hunting season you don't really have an excuse guys you can make something happen for you, you.
3: really don't there's only one <laughs> that's like october 17th but yeah it's kind of a throwaway date you know you'd... yeah
4: yeah oh i'll tell you you know it's amazing i've got every year i have one the first weekend in november is down in calhoun Ooh. county and uh it, and i'm sure you guys know that county i mean it the deer mecca i mean i know everybody talks pike and, and pike's an awesome place
2: but yeah yeah
4: you know Calum is right below it and it's a quarter of the size of pike county and it's just phenomenal hunting down there and uh you know they have it the first weekend november and they always have a nice crowd i mean they you know people give up well like i said by then the time changes it's getting so late that yeah
2: yeah you know, they're dark gonna, early. they're
4: done yeah, I, you know, I've had guys literally show up with a deer in the back of their pickup truck.
0: So you got to love that. that. you got to love <laughs> yeah. that. You know,
4: you know, where they went out and they shot one that night, and they still didn't want to miss the banquet, and they still show up with that <laughs> deer in the back. You know, everybody from <laughs> seems like everybody from the banquet goes out to check out the deer, you know, but then they'll, they'll come back in and have a good time. So See, that's got to be a but
3: riot. They, so you guys don't have a grill right there that uh, some some, <laughs> you some know, redneck I, out there skinning it, throwing them back straps right on? That's
4: next? Yeah. You, you know, I've made that suggestion before, but they're good. they don't want to give
3: them up. I guess. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. Like if I, I if I'm telling you what if I shot if I shot a nice deer, and I knew I was going to that whitetails unlimited banquet that night, I'm coming strutting, guaranteeing. I would bring my own grill just to throw those back straps on. <laughs> like
0: how, like, how you'd, much you'd be the only one eating them? You got to have more than more to. More to
3: share, buddy. I mean, no. Here's the thing: I buy I, I I'd buy, I'd buy a box of toothpicks and I and I dice them up real nice. You there know, you I, I mean that 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 is just super.
0: You need to have like a heavy dough competition like the day before, and then have everyone bring all yeah. their goodies in. <laughs> See what I would do, Daryl? If I were you, I would be talking to people in that area, like, "Hey, man, you know, since I'm going to be in the area, um, I need you a might place well... to sleep and hunt. Yeah, I need to hunt out in the morning, and then you know,
3: mix I got business to take care of. I would show up 3 oh. days early, set up and then go hunting that weekend.
4: Yeah, you I know, will tell you what, when I'm on the road like that during hunting season, I normally have all my, you know, my equipment with me and and you know, I have been uh-huh. fortunate enough to be somewhere and they say, "Hey, you know, we got a couple stands out here and you know tomorrow morning if you want and I'll jump at the opportunity if I
0: can. <laughs> You'd have, I to, have to, perfect. man. Oh, oh
3: a little yeah. old me in yep. your stands. Oh, I couldn't possibly. Where's it? I'll at? be up at six <laughs> o'clock. <laughs> GPS
0: coordinates, please.
4: <laughs> so,
3: you know, so, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a
4: lot of nice, lot of nice people out there that'll ask. You know, so I, if I've got it with, if I can make it work, I try to. So, yeah. You know.
1: So we, we talk about like Calhoun County, Pike County, Southern Illinois, how they're just like the the mecca for big bucks, and and people are always killing big bucks down there. So, what is Whitetails Unlimited doing, you know, that helps further that along? Why are they such such great counties, and and how does that segue into Whitetails Unlimited and what they're doing? Well, it's yeah.
3: Daryl's president. That's why. Well, one covered this, <laughs> as
1: far as, like, a, man, a land management, oh. you know, and, and co-op. Yeah.
4: Well, and I, I think you touched on it right there as a management aspect of it. You know, we try and advocate for your management. Um you know, and kick-ass select, genetics. Yeah, select, <laughs> you know selectively, you know, take out, if if you're fortunate enough to have a bunch of does still in your area, you know, selectively take out some. Uh, take out some of the older ones, believe it or not, you know, because you can you can get some new genes in there, running around with some of the younger does. Um, but, the, you know, right now, you know, we've, we've got a, a problem across the state. Of course, you fellas know, with the EHD that we had here a couple yeah, of years yep, ago. Yep, real bad so, in
0: Fulton County a couple years ago.
4: Yeah, I know. Well, and that's where I'm at is in Fulton. And, you know, what scared me last year was that I literally think I saw more bucks than I did does last year, and really? so our so our ratio is way out of whack. Mm-hmm. You know, I was you know I would venture to say that uh, two years prior, I was probably seeing five or six does for every buck, which is probably still maybe just a little bit high on the ratio of does, but it, you know it's it's probably more of what you would see average wise around the state. Really. Um, You know, but, uh, you know, places like Pike and Calhoun and that, and maybe even up in Joe Davies and, you know, Mm -hmm. some of the, the counties that have historically been, uh, you know, bigger bucks taken and stuff. I, I honestly think that the reason why is they actually started the management of deer maybe a little bit before some of the other counties did and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you know, and I, 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 really do. I think that's, I think that's one of the reasons why they, they have produced some of the larger bucks. And I think too now, you know, you start to look at the record books lately here, and you know, there's other big deer popping up around all over the state.
2: Oh
0: yeah. And, Rock Island you know, County is making a name for big deer like lately. Wait, there's a, been minute, some wait a minute, big deer coming out of Rock Island wait County. Wait a
3: minute, guys. Are you saying that evidence is proving something? Yeah. Because I think all hunters are murderers
0: uh quit with your anti-hunter <laughs> I'm jokes i'm sorry
3: i'm sorry <laughs> steve
0: thinks just, that's funny and everyone right away just immediately wants to punch <laughs> you in the mouth
4: it just, <laughs> okay now we break the commercial right <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah exactly now exactly. <laughs> well, steve's getting stupid <laughs> again
0: just, on the podcast no,
4: no
3: It just it, it's always one of those things i mean you know you hear people talk about it you know with this whole lion we're not even gonna Really Deer wouldn't
0: continue to break records if hunters were but, having a negative impact. Yeah, look at look at the Let's not get into it. Let's records, not get into
3: it. I just but
1: basically if it wasn't for land management and whitetail management and hunters selectively harvesting, you know, they, they, they would just be way overpopulated. It wouldn't be
0: what it is. Um there what, what I used to hunt near Canton. I'm not going to ask you like where exactly you're at, but uh their EHD hit bad. I don't know, I think it was two years ago. Um, it was like the one of the last years, because I don't get to hunt that property anymore. It got sold off. Um, it was one of the last years I got to hunt there. And what we noticed is it didn't really kill a lot of big bucks. I mean, we found a few big bucks dead, um, and they died in, in velvet typically. But it killed a lot of mature does. We've seen just a lot of like yearlings by themselves during hunting season. Yeah, and- yeah. So it was just, it was, man, talk about depressing. You see, yeah. we would have a yeah. uh, deer come in on trail cam and just looking sick. And then like three days later, you'd find her dead. Yeah. But yeah. that's just mother's nature way of taking care of things, I guess. I don't know. It's it's unfortunate. Oh, yeah. But it is think, what it is.
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You know, in, in areas, I think, where we were the hardest hit with the EHD was areas that were maybe a little bit overpopulated, you know, they, yeah. And, and that's, that's probably why it's, a, it's such a big toll on them. And uh, you're, you're right. I mean, it's been around for thousands of years. Uh, it's just, it's just one of those things that comes around every once in a while. And, you know, and like you said, mother nature's way of kind of thinning the herd down a little bit. Absolutely. Or, I mean, there's still areas in the state, though, I go where they've got tons of deer. I mean, you know, they didn't yeah. get hit hard with it. And uh, they've been managing their deer well and, and, you know, they're, they actually are probably, some of the areas are still overpopulated.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, it uh, didn't seem to put um, that big a dent in the. I mean, obviously, it hurt the population a bit. But the last two years, um, basically, the two years after that happened, I think they killed a Boone and Crockett each year. And I think the last year they killed uh, a buck that went in the 170s with, like, an 8-inch drop tine. And the year before, a buck that went 169 and 7-eighths. Um, nice yeah. nice. so it's just like they 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 still survive they hang on it's just unfortunate that you got to see stuff like that happen but it it is what it is so
4: yeah yeah well and that's what you know like myself I said I saw more bucks than I did does last year I, I think I saw more big bucks than I had seen in previous years and and probably the biggest reason that I can attribute to it is there, there wasn't as many does. Yeah. So these big bucks were on their feet, and they were traveling more to try and find does. They yeah, had to, had know, to
0: compete the for the rut, actually, for horns. Exactly. Ones.
4: You know, in the past, they would have been, you know, like I said, if it was five or six to one in the pack, well, they, they'd just get their little harem. Yep. You know, they'd get all their does in their area, and they'd be set, and they wouldn't even have to really travel much. Where Yeah, it was like you know, ladies' actually,
0: night every night for them.
4: Exactly. Whereas, you know, last year shoot they just they didn't have as many does hanging around so they had to go out looking for and uh No, and that's and you know, they that's what they, they try to say, you know, that the, the perfect ratio is a one to one. Well that's that's tough. Yeah. You know, that that gets pretty tough. That's where you you know, you're you you just aren't seeing that many deer probably, you know, in our area. Now if you're in a heavily timbered area,
2: Mm Uh, say like
4: Wisconsin, you know, where they say that they have 6 million deer or whatever it is, you know, that, you know, because they've got a little bit more timber ground and everything, you know, a one-to-one ratio there, you're still going to see a ton of deer probably when you go out hunting. But, uh, you know, here in Illinois, it's going to be tough to see isn't, you know, you you might go out and sit for hours on end and not even see anything, you know, if yep. your ratio is actually at one to one. But
0: uh, well, I'm fine with seeing a lot of deer, even if the ratio is a little out of whack, because if I can smack does here and there, well, I'm going to do it.
3: That's backstraps on the <laughs> yeah. grill, you know.
0: They all taste yeah, the yeah. same, right?
3: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's all well, good for
0: yeah. management, but at the same time, yeah. I still want to see deer. So
3: <laughs> I want well, yeah.
4: to. I yeah. want to. Yeah, I think most of this, the hunters in the state would tell you the same thing too. They just enjoy being out there and actually seeing them too, you know, and having an opportunity even to harvest a dough is great. So, absolutely, absolutely. And I want
3: I, I want to just bring up one last quick thing here. It's a, it's a little off topic, but um, imagine that. Yeah, imagine that. Uh, you know, if you if you go to whitetailsunlimited.com, dot com, you can uh, go to shop online. Uh, you know, there's there's tons of things you can look at. One of the coolest things I think that anybody could have is there's this.
0: Oh, that's going in the that's going in the podcast <laughs> yeah. room.
3: It's this Archer Crossing sign, so it's like a. It's like, <laughs> you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's this.
4: Oh yeah, oh yeah. I wanted to hang. I, I'm gonna Yeah, I need to hang one of those on my driveway. I think. Is oh,
3: that yeah. is that an actual steel sign like that big?
4: Oh yeah, yeah. It looks just like what you'd see a, a deer crossing sign on the side of the road, except it. <laughs> you know, it's a great big metal sign. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, it's bright yellow. It's got the little hunter figure on it. looks like a little stick figure pulling a deer across there.
3: Yep. <laughs> and he's got his what I'm assuming is a Matthews, so <laughs> that is pretty cool. Reasonably priced. <laughs>
4: I kind of. I thought he was a hoist. I thought it was a Hoyt. Well, Maybe it was a Matthew.
3: It looks like know. an elite
0: from here. I don't know.
4: Yeah, yeah. Now, if it, you know, if it was a bigger stick figure, then it would be T Bone, our our national spokesperson, and then you know he'd be holding the hoist, So Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, By he's... the way,
0: he turned us on to you, and he is one of the greatest human beings on the
4: face uh, of the earth. He is a fantastic guy. I'll tell you what, you're never going to find somebody that's
3: more down to earth. I can see why you two click. Like, you two are two peas in a pod that I would listen to that podcast. Two
1: peas in a (laughs) podcast? There it is. Whatever. But, yeah, yeah, I mean. I'm
3: going to get
0: that sign that's going in the bucketorium. That
3: sign is absolutely fantastic. I happened to come across that earlier, and and it's just, I mean, you know, you, you go and look at your at the, the shop online things just see you know accessory shirts and things that you can get it's fantastic i mean y- you don't ever find things like this on like you know your favorite band's website so i mean <laughs> i i think that's super cool i'm just
4: yeah i'm just throwing well, out there. Yeah, and, and i'll tell you what that's that's one of the things that come to our fundraisers that you're gonna see stuff that you just don't see anywhere else you know for sale and that's That's what we try to get out there, you know, to make it fun and make it interesting to come to. It's just, uh, you know, stuff that you're just not going to find everywhere else. You know, hey, you come to that banquet, you got an opportunity to get it.
0: So, Nice thing is my girlfriend's out of town, so if I go to this banquet, I can just buy whatever I want, and she'll just have to deal with it when she gets home.
4: Well, the, the idea is you buy it and then you take it home and say, look what I bought for
1: you, honey. Exactly. <laughs> you ask for forgiveness later. Right? Babe, yeah. look what I got yeah. for you. Do you love it? <laughs> yeah. Because I certainly
2: yeah. do. <laughs> I, I couldn't
0: live without this, and that's what I'll try. <laughs> she only listens to the podcast every now and then, so I'm good. Um, but we're to, the, we're to the end of the episode here, unfortunately. It always goes way too fast when we get to just talking about whatever like we did. Um Dara, we really appreciate you being on, and uh, we appreciate your time, and all the all the goods we discussed. Steve's pointing at me all weird over here. He's asking for sodas. No, I was trying to throw you off. But uh, no, really, thank <laughs> you so much. This was a lot of fun. We'll have to circle back around after season, after all your banquet deals over with, because I know you're a busy guy. Well, but, we're uh,
3: probably going to see him at two different banquets.
0: That's probably very true. So we'll make sure to like bother you and chase you around and throw you a working class right. on our t-shirt
4: heck yeah, come on up to the stage and say hi. So, yeah, I, I appreciate you fellas asking me on the show, and, and uh, you know, hopefully, if anybody's got any questions, you know, please don't hesitate to give me a call. Uh, you know, even if you want to just talk deer hunting, that's uh, it's my favorite thing. So, um you. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, thanks, uh, Kurt, Steve, and Derek, man. You guys are doing a great job. <laughs> I, I really do say it. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed, man. It's, uh, it's just getting more education and awareness out there for everybody. So.
3: You know, yep. and and our goal now is uh, if White Unlimited hits a million, one million,
2: then
0: it's because of us.
3: <laughs> not only is it because of us, we're not going to look for any. We don't have a million payback, listeners; that'll never happen. Wink, but we wink. sure hope it does. It'll, but yeah, if it hits, if it hits one million, and I guess I I know we're at the end, but if you if you join, I mean, yeah. I'm going to take a little bit of extra time. I'm just going to let you know how much it's going to cost. Here for 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 you got junior members and go on the website. Annual dues are 10 bucks. No big deal there. Uh one year associate, you're going to pay 25 bucks, but you're going to end up getting uh White Tails Unlimited magazine which I wanted to get into a little bit, but we
0: At the end of, all of it, that's just chump change, man. At the end of it,
3: yeah, you're going to get a magazine. You're, you're going to be helping deer grow super big, <laughs> all because of Daryl <laughs> Martin. But i got to tell you guys it's the two-year double bucks membership, you're going to pay $50 for two years. That's 25 bucks a year. Do I really need to break that down into how much you're going to pay a day?
0: I hope yeah. you don't even try. But We don't have nothing. that kind
3: of time, and I don't have that kind of brain power, but – that's gonna be what you guys want to do, and y- you're gonna get a couple cool things. Plus, you're gonna be helping deer grow. I'm just trying to and... get to
0: the wherever Steve's taking this. Just d- give I, back, I, I, give I, back I, to what you love, and
3: fork out fifty dollars because you guys listen to this, and just yeah. Kurt's giving me the evil eye, but I just I, I just want to give Steve rambling, points. and uh, we. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's it's affordable, is what I'm trying to get to, guys.
4: Heck yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, it's even easier is just come to a banquet, and when you buy a uh, single ticket to the banquet, your membership for the year comes with it. There you go. So, really? So there you go. You come to a banquet and have a <laughs> Every... great time, have a good meal, and, and win some stuff hopefully, and then you'll also be a member of White tails Unlimited. And so, then
0: you can see the people that are a part of it, and it'll make you love it that much more. See, Thank you, Daryl, for just making everything Steve said completely oh, yeah. just garbage <laughs> <laughs> but hey but
3: hey
4: what if you show up to two uh two banquets uh, yeah,
3: well,
4: yeah well i know there's some people out there maybe that can't come to a banquet or don't want to so heck yeah they can still join right online so
0: i just want yeah. to make steve feel bad so That's i like, don't <laughs> to. <yet. laughs>
4: i but, never well, feel guys, bad well you guys are letting me go early here i'll tell you what I'm, i think i'm gonna slide out to the woods and see if i can take care of a little bit of my squirrel problem i got here so all right,
3: yeah. squirrel. You know, eliminated. squirrel
4: season, squirrel season just started. It's time to get out in the woods and maybe I can do a little scouting at the same time.
0: So. All right, we'll make us proud.
4: <laughs> All right, I'll try and knock off a couple bushy tails. So. <laughs> All
0: right, well, thank you so much for being on the show. All
3: right, hang on the line because uh, we might have some prizes to send you.
0: Yeah, and uh, thanks, oh, guys. Okay. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. We made it to twenty-five. Can you believe it? Um, twenty-five weeks.
3: <sighs> Well, kinda.
0: We're gonna have another episode this week uh, with Joshua Carney, son of the South. You've gonna, never heard of him. Have
3: three episodes this week. I'm sorry, possibly. We'll
0: but anyway, check that next episode out. Thanks for listening, guys. Go shoot your bow later.